We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you magnificent being and my fabulous friend. I'm so very grateful to be connecting with you for a little while here today, and I'm sending you blessings of grace, ease, joy, and immense appreciation and great love. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting Empower be a part of your life. So are you feeling vitally, vibrantly alive, or do you feel like you're maybe on low wattage? Perhaps something is missing, maybe a gnawing sense that things are not quite as good as they could be or should be. We're all aspects of an infinitely loving creator. But here on earth, we're born with veils over our eyes, a barrier of forgetfulness. Our essential nature is freedom, bliss, peace, joy, and immense love. Though these qualities can seem elusive and perhaps maybe even impossible. If we experience a lot of grief when we're young or if our needs for attention and affection aren't fulfilled, it can start to create a separation of sorts with our truest nature and our soul self. We can start to doubt who we are and maybe start to go into hiding. A natural consequence from this kind of situation is that we begin to create a false mask so that we can pretend to be okay so that we can portray ourselves as the self we think we should be in order to attain attention, approval, and love. It can take some work, some strong intention, and some unraveling of our hurts and who we are not to get back to who we truly are and who we were always meant to be. I think a big part of this unraveling process is to allow any feelings of fear, grief, or anger up and out of ourselves. It can kind of be like unpacking a backpack of things that do not serve us so that we can travel lighter with more authenticity, grace, and ease. Years ago, I felt pretty uncomfortable in my skin, but I didn't know why. In retrospect, I now know it was because I had accumulated a lot of experiences that had made me doubt myself that made me feel ashamed, guilty, and unworthy. I'd experienced a lot of loss as a young person that I did not know how to grieve. Then as an adult, I was experiencing a lot of physical issues. There was a period of time in my life where I dealt with a lot of colds and upper respiratory infections. I'd gone to a lot of doctors, antibiotics didn't help, and neither did the alternative remedies. I eventually asked my spiritual teacher about it. Why do I have these consistent colds? What is going on? And she said, Tammy, I feel like you're carrying a lot of unprocessed grief. I didn't consciously feel sad about anything at that time, but when she said these words, it struck a deep chord inside of me and I started to feel the pinprick of tears behind my eyes. I responded to her by saying, but I don't know what the grief would be about or why. She says it doesn't matter. Just give yourself permission to feel all of your feelings and allow the tears to flow when they show up. 
you know, Gary Zukoff has a quote. He said, tears are healing balm to the soul. And in the shack, there's a beautiful quote. It does a body good to let the healing waters flow. I now know this to be a profound truth. So as I was speaking with my spiritual teacher, I said, well, what if the tears don't show up? What if they don't come out of my eyes? You know, I hadn't cried for many, many years, and I felt that kind of made me like strong. But the truth was what it was doing was building up walls around my heart that was separating me from my connection to my soul and a source. It was separating me from my alignment with love. So being strong and not crying our tears doesn't make us really strong. It's a false mask. It's a false strength. Our true strength comes from, again, allowing our feelings, expressing our feelings, and letting the tears flow. So when I asked her the question, what if the tears don't come up and out? And I know this is a problem for some people. It's like it's hard to cry or it's just not natural or I've just not done it for so long. I don't even know how. <laughs> so what she had said to me was, Tammy, there's a process that you can do. It's very simple. It's very accessible. I'm going to share this here with you today. If you feel like perhaps if this is resonating for you, perhaps you have some unexpressed sadness, unresolved grief. What you can do is get an onion and get some nice soft cloth, maybe some flannel or some cheesecloth. And it's a ceremony of sorts. And you start with setting the intention to allow the unexpressed emotions from your past to come up and out. And maybe you wanna have a journal and write down your intentions and um, maybe a candle, lighting a candle, white candle with the intention of the highest possible healing happening through the process. Uh, the subconscious mind loves ceremony, and it can be an extraordinarily liberating process. And, and this is something you can do um, by yourself if you want. You can certainly invite somebody to be part of the process and maybe hold space for one another. It's whatever really honors or resonates for you. So you get the onion, and you get the cloth, and you can use some warm water on the cloth so that it feels um, nurturing. You take the onion. And you chop it up and you know how onions can make you cry. So it can start um, the tears. It can inspire the tears. And then you can take the onions and put them in the cloth, create a poultice of sorts. And then you can take this um, poultice in the cloth and just set it on your chest, over your heart, and just breathe the fumes. And this will inspire the tears to begin to flow and it's almost like starting the engine. And um, what I found is once it starts, the natural side effect or consequences that it provokes the emotion. And it can be like riding a wave and you just allow it to carry you where it carries you. Certain memories can come up that have created heartbreak and you just let yourself cry those tears because I think so many of us have um, carried hurt around for years and years and years. And, and I've gotten to the place where, because I've cried, I think, my suppressed tears that I can recognize 
in others when they're carrying that heavy burden, that unexpressed pain. So as we give ourselves permission to let the tears and feelings and hurt and heartbreak up and out, it's like the clouds lift. It's like unpacking a backpack. And first we take the cinder blocks out and then the bricks and then the stones and then the pebbles and then the sand. It's sort of like healing happens in layers. We don't do it all at once. And many don't do it at all. And it really has to be um, a conscious participation. And um, from my perspective, certainly a journey worth embarking upon. And so if this doesn't resonate for you, there are certainly other ways we can give credence and expression to our emotions. We can sing them out. We can dance them out. We can paint them out. That was something I had done a lot. Um, a lot of times I would feel this energy inside of me, but not enough where I felt like I wanted to cry. And I would get some canvas or some paper and a lot of red and black um, paint. And I would just paint them out, paint the expression and the feelings out, get in touch with the anger and let it up and out of my body. There's also something called free form writing. And I learned about this when I was attending the University of Santa Monica. You just get some loose paper or a notebook. And again, you can set your intentions and do a ceremony of sorts. And then you just allow yourself to start writing. And it doesn't have to make any sense. It doesn't have to be about any particular subject. You can just allow what you're feeling to come up and out of you through the pen and paper. And you don't even have to finish a thought before you move on to the next one, because often our mind goes much faster than our hand can. And that's okay. Um, with the process, the intention isn't to create um, a work of art or something you're going to keep. After freeform writing, after you kind of flush your body and mind of these um, emotions, you, uh, are, you tear this up or you can do a, a burning ceremony. You don't want to reread it. You don't want to reintroduce that energy back into your um, body, mind, psyche, and you don't want anybody else to read it. This is just for you. I kind of call it a like a mind flush, an emotion flush. So this can really pop off another layer. So it's sort of like we are onions and we need to peel off the layers of who we are not to get back to the truth of who we are. It has been said, beneath anger is hurt, and beneath hurt is love. So as we peel off the layers, and as we give expression to our past hurts, we can pop off a layer. And it can be um, kind of tangled up, like maybe there's anger, and then there's hurt, and then there's anger, and then there's confusion, and then there's more hurt, and then... You just allow it to come up in its own way, in its own time. Allow it to be your own personal, authentic process with the intention of getting back to the truth. The truth of who you are. The truth of um, what our creator designed us to be. Which again, is that sense of freedom, peace, 
grace and love. You've probably heard me say before or heard the term before, disease is dis-ease. Where is one uneasy? Where is one uncomfortable? And it's also been said that emotion is energy in motion and our suppressed emotion is what causes our dis-ease. Some doctors and teachers are of the school of thought that all of our physical symptoms have an emotional component associated with them. Louise Hay had talked about this a lot. She wrote a book, You Can Heal Your Life. And she um, gives the association between the physical challenge from colds to cancer, from hangnails to um, uh, heart disease, and what the often the emotional component is that is associated with that physical manifestation. Things tend to be in our energetic field before they're in our physical body. So as we give credence to what's going on with our emotions, sometimes I think it prevents us from having to have a physical dis-ease. So I know for me, as I gave myself permission to do this work and feel my feelings, it was sort of like I became free. The analogy I use is years ago, it seemed like my life was a string of dirt clods. You know, that's not a pretty necklace, a bunch of dirt clods, right? But as I gave myself permission to go through this healing process, sometimes I would have these days that felt like a jewel, like a pearl day. So as I continued on my journey and through this process, my strand of dirt clods eventually became like 50-50. Like some days were pearls, some days were dirt clods. I've done enough of this work and I think enough of the clearing of my past hurts and suppressed emotions that my life is primarily now a string of pearls. Occasionally, I still have a dirt clod day. And in those days, with those days, I give myself permission just to be kind and compassionate with myself. In the past, I would judge myself when things weren't good and I felt bad. But now I know that judgment doesn't support us in any way of getting to the place of peace and love. It is the presence of compassion and especially compassion for ourselves so that we can heal and become a more authentically compassionate presence in the world and for others. So certainly doing this kind of quote unquote work is a choice. We think maybe we don't want to open the Pandora's box, but I think there is no way that we can get to peace and relief in heaven on earth without saying yes. If you stay in hiding, you will stay hurting. And yes, the work can be scary. You're embarking on a path that um, is going to present some unknowns. You know, um, control is the master addiction, but control is also an illusion. So doing this kind of thing, this kind of work can be scary. The reward is relief, peace, and quite possibly, if you keep going, heaven on earth. So the Dalai Lama had said something really beautiful. We can let the circumstances of our lives harden us so we become increasingly resentful and afraid. Or we can let them soften us and make us kinder. You always have the choice. So, I definitely let the circumstances of life 
make me hard. And it didn't feel like a choice. It was just accumulating again the the bricks of life, the hurts. And it wasn't until the circumstances of life became so profoundly pound, painful that I fell to my knees and it finally broke me open. And I'm so grateful at this point. It was um it was truly a blessing to have my heart broken open. And what I know is that as we start to heal our past hurts and lighten our load, we start to feel better and clearer and we experience more God winks and grace. We start to line up with our soul and we become congruent. Joy and laughter becomes more frequent. The pearl days start to happen. So some might think we aren't worthy of this, that we are born of original sin, but I believe we are born of original blessing. At the core, at the very core of who you are, you are precious, loved, valuable, wonderful, and worthy. You have within you the hope diamond, something even more valuable and precious and priceless than the hope diamond. As you peel off those layers, as you let go of any shame, any guilt, any grief, what is left is love. What is left is the hope diamond. What is left is who you truly are. And as you know and remember this, as you accept this, your life will reflect back to you the beauty and sweetness of your new and more accurate identity. So what we carry around on our inside is what is reflected back to us on the outside. And as we lay our burdens down, as we peel the layers off of who we are not, the fear, the anger, the hurt, the shame, the grief, you will start to feel better and lighter. And the reflection that is your life will shift. And as we live more from this posture of love, we feel more free like the wind is at our back. Divine support is natural and morally support becomes the new normal. I really believe freedom is available to all of us. It is our true nature. It is your true nature. And as we do our quote-unquote healing work, we experience more inner freedom. And synchronicity happens without efforting. We become a co-creator. We are no longer trying to create from the posture of separation and false control. We start to create more from that posture of peace, relaxation, and natural alignment, that energy that turns the sun or turns the planets around the sun and takes care of the seasons is now in the driver's seat of our lives. I don't know about you, but I certainly want that energy on my side. And whether it feels like it or not, it is on your side. God does love each and every one of us immensely, but can we accept this? Can we start with believing it? Can we open our mind to the possibility? And if we can, if we have the intention to start living more from that place of love, from this place of love. The universe can support us on this journey. And we are surrounded by legions of angels that want to guide us, love us, support us, 
empower us and lift us up, but do we believe we deserve it? I think so often people carry around shame and they don't believe they're worthy. This is a case of mistaken identity. And I think any of us on a spiritual path eventually up, bump up against this very painful experience of shame. I think a lot of people maybe don't want to forgive others because they don't want to sit in the place of having to look that deeply within themselves and look in the mirror because they think that's what they're going to find is something to be ashamed of. But if we're committed, we can get to the place of knowing our essence as light and love and worthiness and the benefit and bonus of finally tapping into this truth is that not only do we feel better, we become a light worker and a healing presence for others in the world. Years ago, I read about uh, Mother Teresa and the Dalai Lama and how they could walk into a room and without saying anything, the energy would shift. People would become happier and feel better. And I thought to myself years ago, that's what I want to do when I grow up. I want to be a bright light. I want to be a quiet presence of peace and love. And I do think we all have that potential and capacity if we say yes, yes to the universe, yes to our soul, yes to love. And it can be, it can be bumpy getting there. There can be tears that need to be cried for sure. But on the other side, again, is a destination of peace, sweetness, relief, light, and grace. So if this is something that resonates for you, if this at all speaks to you in some way, if it all sounds like this is a possibility or truth, I would like to say um, a bit of a prayer to support you on your personal journey of getting to a place of freedom and alignment and great love. So if this is something that you would like to receive, I just invite you to take a nice, deep, healing, cleansing breath and center your awareness in your heart. And just now, Spirit, Father, Mother, God, Lord of all creation, just now I invite you into this moment with my dear friend and me. And we're asking for blessings of healing we're asking for gifts of grace. We're asking for the layers of hurt and heartbreak to start to naturally, gracefully, and easily be dissolved. Can we please receive, may my friend here please graciously experience the blessing of healing compassion. May they sense angels around them just now, holding them gently and with great love. And may this blessing of healing, light, and compassion go to all the memories where they were treated with less than love, where they have felt perhaps confused, misunderstood, or betrayed. May the presence of your healing lights and love, may these angels soothe and bring comfort to any and all memories and to any place where they're holding 
any kind of fear or hurt or anger or shame. May they feel this sense of soothing and comfort, peace and grace, compassion and relief. Dear God, we are so grateful for this opportunity to come together for the sake of healing and upliftment, empowerment, to open our heart to receive the blessings you have for us. Thank you for the blessings in our lives. And thank you for the incredible, amazing blessings that are on their way to us now. We're so very, very grateful for our friendship, our connection, for Empower Radio, for our gifts, for our angels, and for the love you have for us. We open our hearts, minds, and lives to graciously receive the gifts you have for us in grace, graciousness, and gratitude, and with profound appreciation. And for this, and for all things, we say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. And to my dear friend, I'm so grateful to be here with you in this moment. And I'm hoping this prayer supports you in relaxing into the truth of who you are, which is love, which is grace, which is beauty, which is priceless and precious. Please be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com or email me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. And let me know how you're doing. Let me know how you're feeling. Know that you're in my heart, my prayers. And I am so very grateful for your energetic presence in my life. Be in touch. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.